Welcome. This is Pastor Danny with Word of Faith Family Church in beautiful Lander, Wyoming. Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I pray you will be energized and strengthened as you listen to God's Word. Well, before we get started, uh, this month we're, uh, uh, again, I want to keep before you uh, uh, the second uh, part of our vision. And the summary is, is this, if you have it, uh, Pastor Rick, you can throw it up there, of the, the number two, strong life of our vision. Strong life, we become uh, uh, mature believers, uh, and in doing so, we operate proficiently in foundational biblical principles. What's some of the foundation biblical, foundational biblical principles? Love, faith, healing, uh, prosperity, uh, uh, righteousness, amen, some of those things. And so we are uh, to have a strong life, we're to become mature believers, and in doing that, we operate proficiently in foundational biblical principles. We live a victorious life. Hallelujah. How do you live a victorious life? You, you, you exercise your authority. You'd walk in what Christ has provided for us. We know, that we know our covenant rights and privileges. How do we know them? All through the Word of God, we learn who we are in Christ and what's been made available to us. And we sp- stand firm in spiritual warfare, just like what we did right here this morning, praise God. We say, no, Satan, no, you have no authority in Jesus' name, this is off limits to you. Whatever it is in your situation, in your home, maybe with your children, maybe with your family, maybe your husband or your wife or whatever is going on, you take your spiritual authority, praise God, and you put a stop to anything the enemy would try to uh, push over on you and I. Thank God he's provided a way for us to live a strong life in him here on this earth. Amen? So many people walk a life, a defeated life, and, oh, woe is me, and it's just bad. I just go from bad to worse and blah, blah, blah. Well, when you find out who you are in Christ and what's been given to you and I, we live a whole different life. Hallelujah. Amen. We start coming up. We start getting on top of things, and things instead of things being on top of us. We begin to live in, a, in, in that realm that God's provided for us to live in. And so it takes us stepping into those things, and we can't step into them if we don't know them. So as we know and learn who we are in Christ, what's been made available to us, it enables us to walk on that higher plane. Aren't you thankful for that? Hallelujah. And so we are all coming up higher. I said we're coming up higher, praise God. I appreciate Pastor Michael saying that again this morning because that's something the Lord showed me uh, uh, many, many years ago. And he said, one thing that you always hear in the Spirit, and you know you've tapped in, you know you hear you, 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 as you begin to pray in the Spirit and begin to worship God, two things you always hear is, is one, you always hear how much He loves you, and secondly, to come up higher from where you're at, from where we're at. We can all come up higher, right? That's the draw of the Father, come up higher, come up higher. What's that mean? It means coming up above some of those things that's, that's maybe uh, that we talked about, kind of having uh, uh, pushed you down or, or in life, and you begin to rise above that. You begin to co- draw closer to Him, and so you come up higher in, in, in Him, praise God. Amen. 
All right, well, this is our last time that we're going to be together concerning uh, uh, this series, this part of the series on clean. This went very fast, and I have enjoyed ministering this, especially concerning righteousness. I love righteousness, um, faith and righteousness. We're going to look at some things uh, here today. And so uh, we're going to start, really I want to approach this today or kind of wrap this up today in two areas, one being um, the flesh, uh, uh, clean in the flesh, things we can do in the flesh, and two, clean in the heart or the spirit of man. So there's two different areas here and, and one affects the other, hallelujah. And so our heart or our flesh, the actions and things that we do. We know the Scripture tells us that our flesh is enmity against God. In other words, it doesn't agree with God. It's only in agreement with itself or, or whatever uh, makes it happy. And so, um, so uh, our flesh, you can, we can never take our hands off our flesh, so to speak. We can never just give it full reign. And how, when I say we, I'm talking about who we are truly as spirit, Right? We are spirit, we have a, a, a soul, and we live in a body. And so this flesh will continually do what it wants to do to appease it, make it feel good, make it look good. And so by our spirit, uh, who we truly are, we can take authority over the flesh and say, no, you don't, and keep it in check. So thankful for that. So thankful. So the more that we grow in the things of God, the more stronger we are spiritually, the more word we, we uh, uh, um, uh, begin to uh, fill ourselves with and be a part of us, and all, it, it affects spiritually, affects us to grow up, but it also begins to affect our soulish realm, our mind, our will, and emotions, and we need that help. We need help on making right choices in life, amen? We need help on our thought life, you know, thinking about things that are lovely, pure, and of good report. It's, it's, it's so important as we spend time in the Word of God, it begins to affect our thinking. It begins to affect what we go to sleep with and what we rise in the morning and what we might wake up in during the night. And, and, and what's the first thought in the middle of the night? If your children wake up and they're crying and, 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 and sickness has tried to come in, what's the first thought? Oh, do you run to the medicine cabinet? Or do we, do we say, oh, my, we, we may need to set, take them to the doctor? And, and you may need to. I, I'm not uh, saying against that. But the first thing that should be arising in our heart is God. Go to God, our help that we come. And if we've been, if we've been in the Word of God and we've been stirring ourselves up and it's fresh in us, instantly the first thing we turn to is God's Word and God and knowing that He's ever-present in, in time of need, that His help is right there. He's right there to help us, to strengthen us, to give us what we need. And so immediately we go in that direction. Praise God. Not in this house, devil. No, you don't. Sickness, you get out of here in Jesus' name. How dare you come and bringing this into my home? How dare you attacking my children? You go in Jesus' name. I mean, quickly, praise God. And I'm telling you what, that thing will leave just like that. Hallelujah. So I'm so thankful for the authority that we have in him but you, you and I will never do that or never take that kind of response if we don't keep our spirit man built up in God. Hallelujah. So, that's, you know, it's part of that. Our vision summary, strong life. That's how we're to live. Some people may think, boy, you're strange and you're weird. Well, yeah, kind of am, praise God. Jesus was too. 
Hallelujah. So you're in good company. Amen. So let's look, at that being said, talking about the two different areas, the flesh and the heart. And as I've said that about our spirit man being strong and, and, and keeping our, our flesh in check, um, there's some things that I think it's really interesting that through Scripture, especially a lot of Paul's uh, speaking, you know, Jesus addressed more the, uh, 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 the Pharisees and Sadducees, the religious uh, aspect of it that, you know, was always coming against him and things. And then Paul, we see him, him just really down to earth talking about the flesh. You ever thought about this? Yeah, Jesus was, he was, uh, he was God made flesh. And if he would have talked a lot about the flesh, a lot of people would have said, yeah, but you're, you're from another place. Yeah, you're born flesh, but yeah, you got, but now here we have Paul coming along. I mean, he's born flesh. He's just, he's not been in heaven. He's not in that, and, and, and he hits that really hard. And so I, I, I find that interesting uh, that Paul would, would do that and, and, and showed, you know, he talked about who we are in Christ, but he talked about the problems that you're going to deal with, the flesh is going to, uh, you know, bring up and and, and uh, especially when he saw it in some of the different churches and things like that. So turn in your Bibles, if you would, please. Let's start at 2 Corinthians. Let's go over here. Uh, Paul's writing to the church at Corinth. And let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 6. We'll start right there. And let's look at, begin reading in verse uh, 14. He said here, he says, Be not unequally yoked. Together with unbelievers. Well, I tell you, there's a lot of wisdom just right there. Yeah, they're good people. They're just be careful. And he's not saying that you can't associate, and sometimes because sometimes in, in this world and things you do, but it's yoked, it's hooked up together. You get that, right? So, in other words, he said, don't be hooked up together. Oh, I just heard the Spirit of God. God say right there. Yes, that was me that touched that when I said not to be unequally yoked. Somebody here, the Spirit of God, it just went into you when I talked about that, about who you're yoked with. He put, put his hand right on that. <sighs> well, just obey. Thank you, Lord. You know who it is. And he's only telling you that so he can take you higher, praise God. If there's something, somebody or some, some situation in your life that you're, you've been hooked with and, and, and you know right then when I said that, the Spirit of God said, that's it, right there. Uh, just go ahead and say, yes, Lord, I'll take care of it. I'll handle that, praise God. Hallelujah. I love it when the Holy Ghost does it, praise God. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? Hallelujah. Yeah. And what communion hath light with darkness? What communion, what association, what connection together has light with darkness? None. Light is, is, is completely against darkness. It, it, it despises, hates darkness. All right? And what concord hath Christ with Bilal, 
Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel or an unbeliever? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For we are the temple of the living God, as God has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, because of all this, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. He didn't say, I'm going to take you out of the unclean. He said, you come out. Amen. So there's a, there's a coming out of those things. There's a choice that we make. And we've talked about this, but this just kind of uh, reiterates this a little bit. I mean, I think it's, this is something that I know for myself. It's, it, it's very important that we continue to keep this before us, that we have a walk to walk. A lot of people choose not to do it because they said, you know, it's, it, it's, a, it's a tough commitment. It's a hard. It's a tough flesh commitment. But your spirit man wants, wants to be clean in him. Your spirit man wants to, you and I, who we are in Christ, wants to walk that way because we know that's how Christ walks. Because that's where the good stuff is. That's where the blessing is, praise God. The enemy can't touch us in that place. Hallelujah. That's good, praise God. Amen. So he says, Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate. Uh, Is that where I ended right there? Okay. Be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters with the Lord Almighty. Hallelujah. In other words, we're family. Hallelujah. This unclean thing is not a part of our family. It's a choice that we make. Now verse 7. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves, there we see it again, from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, so this is our human spirit too, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. So here, we're told to cleanse ourself. Well, Lord, cleanse me. No, the Lord says you cleanse yourself. You, you take action to do whatever it takes to cleanse. This morning, uh, you know, yesterday we used a popcorn popper and and I had asked EJ, the, the bottom of the, 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 where you put all the popcorn is, you know, it was getting really dark. You know how it kind of burns, burns on the th- bottom with the oil and stuff after a while. And it's getting a pretty thick layer on there. And I told, asked EJ, I said, EJ, just leave it soak overnight and I'll handle it tomorrow. This morning I went in there and, and, and went to scrubbing on it and that stuff come off of there. And the more it come off, the more I wanted to scrub it, praise God, and nice and shiny and clean. But it took some work. It takes a work to cleanse ourselves. It takes a work sometimes, and, and sometimes we don't realize how dirty we are until we start cleaning up. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And so there, there is a, a cleansing of ourself. How do we do it? So, so there's, there's, there's this. There is things that's already in our life that we need to cleanse our life from first. And then secondly, there's things that we need to keep ourselves clean of. Right? So there's, there, there's two. In other words, where I'm at right now, this affects me, but also what's coming down the pike, it affects me. And we have the ability to deal with both of those. We have the ability to clean where we're at now. Now, God will help us in those things, especially if there's things that we, we're struggling with and help us. He, he's here through the holy work of the Holy Spirit. He's here to help us with those. There's some things that you've got uh, that's been an issue keeping yourself clean. I'm telling you, the Spirit of God will help you and I keep ourselves clean. He'll help us. But well, we got to turn to Him for that help. Amen. we got to turn to Him and expect Him to help us because He will. Praise God. Amen. I said He will do it. And then, uh, and then uh, uh, verse 2, receive us. We have wronged no man, He said here. We have corrupted no man. We have defrauded no man. You know, that's a really good thing to say. There is no, no uncleanliness in me. I've dealt with it, praise God. And boy, I tell you, when the enemy comes along, you say, nope, 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 you can't have a part in me, devil, because I've cleaned myself. Hallelujah. I've cleaned myself. You haven't had to, you, you know, it's, <laughs> you know, I, I show up for dinner and your mama says, go clean yourself up. Go clean yourself up. Well, what's, what, what, what are you telling them to do? You have the ability to do it. Don't expect me to clean you up. You clean yourself. You've got yourself dirty. Now you clean yourself up. But I've provided the soap and the water and everything for you. Now you go do it. God said, I've provided everything. I've done all the work. Now clean yourself up. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you've got to just look, maybe look at yourself in the mirror. Say, hey, you, look at, right there looking at me. You clean you. You get your act together and you clean yourself up. Hallelujah. Smile or say, oh me, glory to God. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Well, there's times sometimes that's more so than others. Maybe something that's come along. I mean, there might be, there might be things that you've involved. Uh, I was just reading something here in Scripture and it kind of made me think of this. You know, there's been times in my life that I've been someplace and after I leave, I just I want to shake. I just shake myself. Get that off of me. Ah, no, 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 no. Sometimes you just got to shake yourself of those things. Say, no, 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 no. That's not a part of me. No, no, no. No, I shake that off. No, get off of me. Hallelujah. I'm not bringing that in my house. Maybe it's a stink. You need to get rid of the stink. That's the environment around you. Hallelujah. Whatever it is. We have the ability to do that, don't we? Now go over to Luke. Let's go over to Luke, the 11th chapter. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And verse, uh, let me get there. Verse 34. I'm going to talk about the light. I like talking about this. I like this. I like, I like, uh, I like the illustration that Jesus gives. So this is, 
Words of Jesus right here. This is the hot sauce. It's in red. See that? Verse 34. The light of the body is the eye. What are you looking at? What you look at brings access, it gives it access into the body. The light of the body is the eye, therefore, when thine eye is single, thy whole body also is full of light. But when thine eye is evil, thy whole body also is full of darkness. What are you looking at? What are you allowing access in? Verse 35, take heed, therefore, in other words, be careful, watch what you do, take some extra effort on this, that the light which is in thee be not darkness. That kind of almost sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? I'm kind of like, what, 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 what? The light that be in you be not darkness. Well, what is light? Light is revelation. Light is knowledge. All right? So what kind of knowledge? Is it light knowledge or is it dark knowledge? See, we say, oh, thanks for shining the light on that. Right? What are we saying? Thank you for bringing understanding. Thank you for bringing that knowledge to me. And, and when that light comes, it illuminates the darkness and it drives out the darkness and causes us to walk in the light in that area. Right? All right? So he says, but take heed, be careful, therefore, that the light or the knowledge or the understanding that you come, that you take in with your eyes or you take into, your, into yourself, be not darkness. For he says, if thy whole body, therefore, be full of light, Having no part dark, the whole shall be full of light as when the bright as when the bright shining of a candle doth give thee light. The light that comes, the light of illumination of God is very bright. Uh, we see illustrations of that. Basically, Paul on the road to Damascus, he saw a bright and shining light. He seen God himself. He had a revelation came to him, and it was so strong, it knocked him off his feet. That's what true revelation will do. He saw God. He didn't, he didn't know God before that, but when that light came, it was such re so revealing to him, he, he called God Lord. He saw that. It came in such a powerful way. And so in the light, the revelation of God itself comes to us in that it'll change our whole being, changes our thought process, our actions, changes our demeanor, changes everything about us. Whew. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Moses said, God, show me. I want to see you. I want to see you. I want to see. I want to see you, God. I want to see you. God says, "You can't look upon me." He's saying, basically, it was too bright. It was too much for him. He couldn't. He couldn't receive all of that. But he said, "I'll tell you what I'll do." He says, "I'll hide you behind the cleft of the rock, and I'll pass by." And Moses and, and the Scripture says he saw God's hinder parts. He just saw the the residual of God passing by, and it was revelation to him. Just in that alone. Saw the goodness. He got a revelation of the goodness of God, how good God was. 
Hallelujah. That's the kind of light we've got to have coming. And that's what happens when we get into the Word of God. That light comes to us, and it purifies us, cleans us, drives out that darkness, that stink. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's go to Matthew. We're not too far away. Let's go to Matthew chapter 23. Thank you, Lord. Let's look at verse 27. Jesus was dealing, I told you, he was dealing with the religious leaders. He says, woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, verse 27, uh, Matthew 23, 27. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for ye are like unto white sepulchers, which indeed appear beautiful outward, but are within full of dead men's bones and of all uncleanliness. Hmm. Even so, you also outwardly appear righteous unto men, but within you're full of hypocrisy and, and, uh, and iniquity. So now we're turning towards the inside of man, turning towards the heart. Remember I said Jesus. He, he referred, this is Jesus speaking right here. He wants the heart clean. He's telling them right now. You're, why, why could he say that? Because of their actions. Something that they were expressing and doing in their actions on the outside, he could tell what was going on on the inside. So our actions, how we are on the outside, is influenced by how we are on the inside most of the time. So if we get the inside right, you get the root right, you get the fruit right, right? As Todd Bailey was always say. And so it, it, it's important to keep ourselves pure and clean before God. Hallelujah. Uh, I think one other thing. Let me look at this real quick. Here, this one scripture here. If I want to share that right now or if I want to. Thank you, Lord. Uh, yeah, let's go over to Titus. Titus chapter 1. And let's look at verse 15. Unto the pure, all things are pure. But unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Hmm. Man, it's quiet in here this morning. Just smile, I'll never know. Praise God. Amen. And so our conscience and our mind... Um, needs to be pure. How can it be pure? By what we put in, by what we take in, right? And, 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 and so it's really important, one, we started out on this as saying, oh, we got to watch not being unequally yoked. We can't be hooked up with the world here. Why? And then we brought it into, okay, that's going to begin to influence us if we're not careful. It's going to begin to get in. It'll begin to get into our mind. It'll begin to get into our thoughts, and pretty soon we're doing things, our bodies, with our bodies and things and actions and speaking, things we're speaking, just like Jesus talked about the, the Pharisees here and what, what they're doing, and it's like, man, there's some junk in here. 
And then, then God says, well, cleanse yourself. Just cleanse yourself. Hallelujah. That's all you got to do. It's not that hard, right? Yeah, but you don't know. No. The ability's there. It's the hard part is us making the decision to say, yeah, we're going to cleanse ourselves. We're going to get rid of this. We're going to get the stink off. We're going to get rid of this. We're going to get this out of our lives, praise God. And then we're going to monitor what comes into our lives and say, no, we'll not have it. Hallelujah. There was a little something the other day, a Zoom call that I was supposed to get on and on a, 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 this diet that I'm on here. Uh, it was a Zoom call that said, uh, 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 you know, this lady seemed like a nice lady, had a lot to say, had a lot of things to say, but it didn't take just a couple of minutes into it, and it was like, her language was pretty colorful. And after a little bit, it's like, nope, click. I don't need you in my life. The message that she was trying to deliver, she thought she was being cool by some of those colorful words. But to me, it's like, no, I, I, I refuse to allow that in my life. I don't care what her message was. She turned her message off by what, what was being said and how it was being delivered. We have to, folks, I said that to say this. We have to monitor what's going on. I, you remember the story that Sister Billy tells about what, and, and she was talking about how her, her, her kids were out playing one day. They were little out playing, and there was some stuff that was going on with, it's okay, mom, it's just, it's not bad, it's some things, and it really bothered her as a mom that they had brought home from school, I think, or something, wasn't that what it was, hon, or something like that? They're watching a movie, yeah, 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 okay, Move, watching a movie, it had some curse words, or it had some stuff in it that wasn't good, and she had talked to him about it, and it's okay, mom, it's just a little thing. So one day they were out playing. And all the kids were out playing, and she made, made some, uh, uh, some cookies, some homemade cookies for them. And she called them in, and she says, uh, hey, kids, I got, just made some fresh cookies. Come on in and help yourself. And as they were munching away, just, man, munching away. And she said, by the way, she said, I just wanted to tell you, I put a little bit of dog poop in it, in those cookies. But it's just a little bit. It won't hurt you. <laughs> well, you can imagine their response to that. Uh, spit it back out, right? But it's just a little bit. It won't hurt you. If we're not careful in today's life, by that little bit, we become unclean. A little bit leads to a little bit more, and then a little bit more, and a little bit more. Yeah, but everybody, it doesn't matter about everybody else. What matters is God's calling us up higher. And what's it going to take for us to come up higher with him? Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And it's something that nobody else can do for us, something we do for ourselves. I mean, somebody can notice it and say, hey, you know, you ought to deal with that. Well, no, it's not about this. It's about the Lord dealing with us. If we'll listen to him, he'll, he'll speak to us and let us know some things that we need to change and do different. Turn over to Psalms 51 now. So now we're going to the heart, all right? Psalms 51 And, and everybody knows this short little verse right here. And verse 10. It says simply this. 
Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Now, this is under the Old Testament. Remember, they were operating where they knew. They don't know as much as you and I. They didn't know as much as you and I. They didn't have all the word that we have. They didn't have all the revelation that we have. Amen. And so he was just speaking. The psalmist David here was speaking out of a, out of a true heart. He didn't like what was on the inside. He didn't like his heart. He didn't like what was, what was manifested inside, and he wanted to get rid of it. And so he was speaking from his heart. He was saying, Lord, I need you to create in me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me. That really should be our, our heart. The Lord, and now like I said, God's, he'll help us, but he says to us now in the New Testament, we're to clean ourselves up. We're to clean ourselves up. But the heart work, when we take care of the natural work, then he can take care of the spiritual work. You see, there's natural things that we need to do. Sometimes those natural things will get us in a pickle spiritually. The natural and the spirit, they work hand in hand. They work together. Two different, two different realms, and we live in the natural, but we also live in the spiritual. See, we are here on this earth, but we're positionally seated with Christ in heavenly places. And you've got to understand how that works. And what, what, what gets dangerous is we try to take the laws of the spirit and apply them in, into the natural or the laws of the natural into the spirit. Give a case in point. The five physical senses is the natural. Laws of the na natural, it works. You're, you, we've been given those things to bring protection to us and the, the, you know, keep us safe. But now you try to take those into the spirit realm, Ah, what do we do? We walk by faith and not by sight. Right? We've it's a new set of laws there. It works differently. When we try to reason and let reasoning and, 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 and looks and everything like that uh, into the spirit realm and say, well, it doesn't look like right, it doesn't look like this is right, and doesn't look like, but yet on the inside we know the leading of the Holy Spirit said it is right. And so, so we have to know that there's things that, that in the spirit realm God will do to our heart, but yet in the natural realm there's things we have to do. God's not going to do for us. We have control over our bodies. Our body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. And what are we to do? Glorify God in it or with it. Hallelujah. So that's our, that's our command. Are we glorified? So when your body wants to do something, when you go to do something that's not right, immediately stop yourself. Now, now, okay, this that I'm about to do, is this going to glorify God? Is this going to bring glory unto God? Hallelujah. Like I said, it is mighty quiet in here this morning. I know you're thinking, right? Hallelujah. Now, see, this is, this is moving from the milk to the meat. This is where the rubber meets the road. This is the stuff that, that, you know, well, somebody else, you know, they're not living that way. Yeah, but they're not, they don't have avail, they're, they're not making things available to themselves that you are if you obey in what you and I obey in what God's Word has given to us. Hallelujah. It's a choice that we make. It's a choice. And we could do this, Right? Right? Yeah, we're more than conquerors. Oh, we like, yeah, more than conquerors. But don't ask me to do the stuff that it takes to get to that place. No, it's all been done for us, and it's just enforcing what's been given and done to us for us. Praise God, and we can do it. 
Hallelujah. All right. Now let's turn over to Hebrews chapter 10. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hebrews chapter 10. We're doing good. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 10. And you know, it's real easy to say, I'm sorry. The flesh don't like to do it. I don't care how much is done. It still don't like to do it. Uh, I've heard a lot of people say, I'm sorry, but they didn't mean it. They said it as words, empty words. But when you mix meaning with that and say, I, I'm sorry, I'm, I was wrong. I asked you to forgive me. Boy, that'll clean up a lot of stuff. I mean, that will clean up things so quickly and so easily when it's given from a pure heart. Hallelujah. So that's why sometimes you just got to push the flesh down and say, no. No, flesh, you're not going to dominate to me. I'm telling you, flesh, you're under my feet right now. My spirit man, the bigger me, is rising up here and going to make the bigger decision. I was wrong. I ask you to forgive me. Hallelujah. All right, everybody found uh, Hebrews chapter 10? Let's look at uh, verse, uh, oh, we'll jump in here, let's say about verse 16. Hebrews 10, 16. You know, I always tell, tell you, I've heard, you've heard me say this. When you open Hebrews, you're opening your covenant book. This is your covenant book. It's all covenant book, but Hebrews deals with a covenant. It's all spoken from the covenant standpoint, okay? So when you, when you read something in Hebrews, it, it, it'll, I don't care where you read it, it goes right back to the covenant, your covenant. Praise God that we have with God. Hallelujah. Verse 16, see, here we go right off the bat. This is the covenant that I will make with them after those days, saith the Lord. I will put my laws into their hearts and in their minds and write them. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Now where remission of these is, there is no more offering for sin. Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holy, holiest by the blood of Jesus. So now we've been, we've been forgiven. We've been, uh, he's writing these laws on our heart to enter in. And he says, and when you come in, come in boldly. Oh, I just, uh, God, I don't feel worthy to come into your presence. Well, in the natural, we're not, but he's made us worthy. That's what righteousness is all about. Amen. So we can go right in there, praise God. Hallelujah. I love it when my grandkids come into my office and just help themselves. I love it. I'd appreciate it if all of you wouldn't come into my office and just help yourself. <laughs> I don't care. But, you know, that's that access, right? You, you know what I'm talking about. All right? So having, therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. Now, if you remember, 
They couldn't go into the holiest, only the high priest, after much, uh, uh, much to do, cleansing and everything to get in there. Oh, we've been cleansed, cleansed to the point we can just go right in. But we don't take advantage of that. When I say that, yes, take advantage of it, but not in the wrong way. You know what I'm saying. Well, I can live how I want to live and just go trops right into his presence. Sorry, don't work that way. You won't get there. You won't get there because it's a dangerous place because his glory consumes sin. And if, you, if, if there's sin in our lives, we've got to lay it down at the feet of Jesus because he wants us protected, praise God. That's a whole different message in itself. But he says, so that we can enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way. Now, see, it was a new and living way from us the way we used to live. After we got born again, gave our life to Christ, praise God, the blood was sprinkled on our hearts, praise God, cleansed by the blood of Jesus. Now, here's a new way of doing business. Remember, he said he's going to appear in verse 16. He's going to do what? I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds will I write them. That wasn't done before. That wasn't done before. It was all done naturally. They didn't have the work of the Holy Spirit to help them to do that. But praise God, we do. By a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil which is to say his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God. Let us, he paved the way for us, the high priest did, Jesus, let us draw near unto the Father with a true heart in full assurance. See, we're talking about clean. Amen. With a, with a true heart in full assurance of faith. It's not talking about the outside, the things we're getting in check and getting in line but our heart being right, pure heart, true heart. Lord, I don't have aught against any. I lay it down. Lord, I'm doing my very best. You know me at my heart. I'm no secrets. This is who I am, okay? And having uh, uh, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from the evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he that is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. He even goes into, because out of this then is a part of not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much more as we see the day approaching. So here we are. We're saying, Lord, we're getting the stink off. We're getting all this stuff off the outside. We want to live right, and we want to keep our heart pure to you. We're not going to hold grudges against people. We're going to do our best to walk in the love of God. We're going to, we're going to have a right attitude. We're going to treat people right, and we spend time in the presence of God to make sure that's right. If he speaks to us something, the quickly we say, yes, Lord, yes, sir, we'll take care of that keeping a pure heart, and then basically he said, heaven's open to you when you do that. Phew. Isn't that awesome? His love is poured out. His goodness is poured out. Healing comes in those things. Wisdom, revelation, understanding, the blessings of the Lord, the peace of God, the joy of the Lord. All of his goodness is poured out because we've got a pure heart he can pour into isn't that good? Hallelujah. 
Everybody take a deep breath right now. (sighs) Isn't it good to be clean? Hallelujah. Nothing like it. Nothing like it. The world can't be that way. I mean, they can if they make a decision to accept him. We can walk in that cleanliness and show them how to be clean. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. It's been a joy having you with us today. We pray you've been blessed by spending the time in God's Word. Always remember, you're valuable and precious, special and important to Him.